Good morning, everybody. Good morning. So, we left you off with a cliffhanger because we're trying to see exactly where this judgment is going. <laughs> the story is intensifying. They gave you all the lineage of Esau and his process of kings and where he sits. And he is still a member of the family. However, both of us and our greatness cannot abide in the land at the same time. So when one is, when we are lawful, then we get it. We have dominion. We take the majority and his nation becomes small. And when we are unlawful, he get the majority. Mm -hmm. And we get scattered and pushed out. Mm -hmm. So, my job is to inform you, right? My job is to inform you so that you can make the proper choices and decisions in your coming out. Right? No one made an ark. It transported himself and the family in a flood. Moses made an ark, but it transported the law, the customs, and the traditions. Mm -hmm. Remember, he Moses got on an ark. Moses didn't get on an ark. Noah got on the ark and it lasted till the next part of the flood and then he blessed the most high and took possession of land and grew food. However, Moses put the law and what he needed to put inside the ark and that was the end. Mm -hmm. Yep. That was the end. Not taking these people. You're not getting on this time. The law will go to a generation who does not know. And now it has arrived. And so I'm sitting here. And I was talking to my sister this morning and I was. I have the same instruction. I have to sit here. And wait. For you to submit and accept to get into the covenant to be in the ark of safety that's a choice mm. so I'm sitting here I'm sitting here and we are proceeding behind the scenes for those who have already the first ones to have come and they're joining. It's the same. Hmm. Right? This time, it's not going to be a flood. But you can see this war coming. You can see it. So, when this war and the pestilence and the flood and the, the storm come, because that's what I look at it. I see it like a storm. You got multiple catastrophes coming 
in rapid succession, one after the other, at one time. When it appears to be what it is, I told everybody the war would begin last year. Nobody believed. Well, it began. Mm-hmm. Now they're starting to call it what it is. And here we are a year later, they're getting ready to go into the next phase. Mm-hmm. Right? The world doesn't jump into war tomorrow. It's not fragile like that. It is slowly descending into it. Mm-hmm. So I sit here and it's up to you. You can get aboard and help build and and do what that which is lawful and right and it'll be well with you. <clears throat> or you can continue doing what you want hmm. which is what the majority is doing. Pretty and that's much. okay. Yep. I, I had to be okay. Mm. It's not it's not saving the all. It's saving the righteous. Mm-hmm. Which means the wicked gotta fall. So you can't get all. That's right. And that is fine with me, you know. I can see the people and they're they're starting to move. In a proper fashion. So, I'm going to proceed. We're going to get back into this. So, we left off yesterday and uh, Tamar. Mm-hmm. She was perceived, perceived, perceived to be a harlot in the eyes of Judah. Mm-hmm. The same way the women of Judah are perceived to be harlots in the eyes of the men of Judah today. Same. Mm-hmm. So, we have to have a process of purging the filth from the daughters of Zion because they have taken up company with prostitutes and harlots. And harlots. Mm-hmm. So we cannot expect virgin daughters to grow up and be wholesome good women when everybody's a prostitute and a harlot, and it's common. Mm-hmm. Even, it, I mean, people be like, well, you know, you're being heavy handed, huh? and I'm like, I'm not. I'm mm-hmm. being very lawful. Mm-hmm. Right? If she's supposed to get married in her virginity mm-hmm. to a man who has a provision, mm-hmm. be it a provision that his father made for his son. Mm-hmm. Or a provision that the man has made for himself. She's supposed to come into somebody's hand who has a provision. Mm-hmm. So I'm not being heavy handed because she's not supposed to date. But you want to fight me on the issue. So when you fight, I'll let you win. You can have the fight. Mm-hmm. I'll win the war because you're going to die. Mm-hmm. You, you're going to die. It sounds crazy, it sounds harsh, but you're going to die. Okay? Hmm. I'm not saying like all the women gonna die. They this the women stand a greater chance of salvation than the men. So but when the women survive, 
They're not going to survive with the men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think for some women, they don't recognize that. You're going to lose your sons. Mm-hmm. And you're going to lose your men, your your boyfriends, mm-hmm. your sneaky links, your, your husbands. You're going to lose men. Mm-hmm. So... Let's see how the Most High is dealing with this because now Tamar has come up pregnant and she's manifested her three evidences. His mendil, right? I know it says mantle, but it's not a mantle. It's the mendil. It's his crown. Mm-hmm. Okay? He has his mendil and his signature. Yes, and his staff. And his staff. Mm-hmm. Well, let's pick it up. Okay. Battle sheet 3825. Now when Yauda Yada 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 saw them, he recognized them and said in his heart, It is better for me to be ashamed in this world that passes away than be ashamed. In the face of my righteous fathers in the world to come. It is better that I burn in this world by a fire that is extinguished. Than burn in the world to come with fire devouring fire. Mm, wait a minute. Yeah. So. The first thing he accepts. After seeing what he has done because he approached her yeah right and he asked her can he lie with her and she asked for the witnesses she knew who he was but she was under his authority anyway Right? And she accepted. She she accepted. Now she's holding this against him like, listen, I was promised seed from Judah's line. These two sons died. I didn't get that. He appears to not like me, but he came down here And now all of a sudden, I'm all that he desires. This is my opportunity to fulfill what my father, Kashem, had told her about the prophecy concerning her womb. Okay, let's see how it goes. So he says, I'd rather be ashamed. Mm -hmm. Now. Yes. Let me admit my I'm wrong. And, and it's this on me. That's it. It's not on her. I went down to Timna, me and this Adulami, and we we got me and Hida. You know what? Everything with this dude here is a problem. Hmm. You noticed? He married Hira's daughter mm-hmm. and he 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 lost a whole of those sons. Mm-hmm. 
right? So you could say, well, there was this one, this one, and the other one that's forgotten. Most I just washed him out. Follow. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. He washed him out. Two died and one get washed out and he's whatever. Okay? The other one, he don't have no more. He didn't give solid to the other one. So now all of a sudden this woman have a covenant to come from his house to bring forth the kingship. And he got a problem because of how he thinks about her. And she has only done that which is lawful. But notice there is a profound theme. Mm. Why do they got a problem with people keeping the lawful customs and traditions? Because <laughs> they had the same issue with Joseph. They started breaking the law, eating this abominable stuff. And what happens is you're getting too comfortable with outside ways. You're too comfortable with outside customs. You're too comfortable with outside traditions. You're looking at the world around you and you're saying, if I do what the most high say, man, ain't no way this going to work. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm going to put it to the test. I'm going to show you how it works. Continue. <clears throat> Four, measure is set against measure. Uh-huh. This is according to that which I said to Yakub, my father. Know now the robe of your son. So am I now constrained to hear at the place of judgment. Ah, so he said, measure <laughs> is accounted against measure. Meaning, I can convict her for fornication. But now she's brought forth these witnesses here, and I have to now convict myself. So whatever punishment I place upon this woman who I was in charge over, who I told to sleep with me, I now have to place this death upon myself. Let me now just accept my shame because I'm stuck. I'm stuck. So let's see what he does with measure against measure. Whose are this seal and mergeal and staff? The seal, the mendeal, and the staff. And Yeyada acknowledged and said, Tamar is innocent. She is with child by me. Ah, so when Jacob is sitting there and asks the question, this is his father. He doesn't lie. He was ready to pronounce judgment in his house. His father is proceeding over the judgment, looks at the evidence here and says, okay, whose is this? And Yayada says, it's me. She's pregnant by me. And now I want you to understand something. In this moment, you're about to learn about something that you 
may or may not have heard before. Okay? Go ahead. And the bait cold fall from heaven. Uh, so now, all of a sudden, wisdom fills the house. Okay? Once he confesses, now there is wisdom, there is the enlightenment. Be ready to punish the sin, be ready to put it out. Now Judah does this. And the angels are in the room. Nobody is saying nothing. Nobody is moving. Let's see what the Bakul have to say. And the Bakul fell from heaven and said, From before me was this thing done. So the angel says, from the most high, from me, I did this. <sighs> hmm? I did it. Now, who, go, who wants smoke now? Everybody talking about passing around judgment. Everybody's got the evil eye at who I want who to have seed from. Everybody got something to say. And now here we are in the house of judgment. And Judah, I did this to you. There's something wrong with your eye. And what happens next? And let both be delivered from judgment. And the Most High absolves all the infraction. He absolves the whole thing. Cancel this court case. They free from my judgment because I did this to him. Did, did, does, does he does Judah have a choice? Right? Yada, right? Does he have a choice? Mm. No. And Yada said, Because I gave her not to Salah, my son, hath this happened to me. But he added not to know her again. So he accepts this woman as his wife. But he sets her to the side. She has everything she needs and everything for the children. But now he's not going to lay with her anymore. Why does Judah not want to lay with her no more. I mean, it's going to tell us, but I want you to see if we can come up with what law is Judah now 
proclaiming in the earth because this thing has happened to him. The father could not uncover the skirt of his son and the son cannot go and take the skirt that covers his father. And you doing it. You out there, you doing it. Mm. You confessing it even. I don't feel no way about it. I just want you to know why you're dying. <laughs> mm. When death comes, I want you to know this sin you've committed, this now is coming upon you. You've made the daughters of the house of Jacob to become harlots. And the penalty is death. <clears throat> but it was in the time of her giving birth that, behold, twins were in her womb. So she had twins one time. Why? Because she most high knows after this lesson. I know this man not going to take this woman no more. <laughs> I have convicted him. Mm -hmm. I caught him in his sin. He thought he got in the way from my law, from my word, from my covenant, and how I want the world to come forth. He should have taken Tamar to himself from the beginning. Mm -hmm. But no, he wants to run around and take the Canaanite woman. Mm. See? But you don't understand those type of situations. Right? But because he didn't like her, she has a lawful right from the beginning he don't want to accept. He mm -hmm. wants his choice. We're going to iron this thing out. Y'all going to see. Continue. But it was in being born that the child stretched forth his hand and the midwife took it and bound it with a scarlet thread saying, this came the first. Okay. So the first one that put his hand out she put a little yarn on it and tied it so that we knew that this one came out first. And after the child had withdrawn his hand, behold, his brother came forth and she said, with what great power hast thou prevailed? And for thee will it be to prevail for thou wilt possess the kingdom and she called his name Fadetz. So with what great power did, did you prevail? Mm. Right? He yes, came forth. With what great power did you prevail? And for thee it will be to prevail for you will possess the kingdom, and she called his name Fadetz. 
meaning from you, mm-hmm. from this son's line, will come forth the kingdom. So the whole house of Judah is not the kingdom. Right? The whole house of Judah doesn't rule over the I'm Judah, we the kingdom. No. No, you're not. No, no. The kingship is just from this family line. It gets refined down to the house of Ephrathah and then refined down again to the house of David. And that's where the kingship sits. There's many kings throughout. But just because you sit and you and Judah, you don't rule over Mm. your brothers and their inheritances. (laughs) So, and she called them Fadis. Now, do you know what Fadis is? Fadis is the Euphrates. Euphrates. Mm -hmm. So you must overcome the kingdom that comes from above the Euphrates, where you are now captive. So this was talking about you right now. You have to overcome this situation. And the only way to overcome, right, is well, you actually have two. You can fight Mm. or you can build. Mm. If you fight, you will win, but you will take heavy losses and casualties. And if you build, you will win. Because when they come back from fighting, they still got to come and learn. Mm. They won't know and they will need a provision. So you can make your choice. There's no guarantee, no guarantee you're going to survive the fight. The only guarantee is that the enemy going to lose. Mm-hmm. You, you you can die together. You know, this war. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, many will rather choose to fight than to be. Because you need that revenge. And I understand. That's why it says you're going to fight. You're going to win. You're going to survive. Although it won't be like. You think. And then you got those who's going to be trying to build and fight at the same time and be building in the wrong place. Yeah, if you build in the wrong place, you're going to fight again. You're going to fight over that place. <laughs> okay? This is best and, you just and come here's build. the thing. Here's the law of war. Nobody's going to tell you. Wherever you fight, that place is destroyed. It takes you to go to another place to get set up to build back the place you destroyed. Which is why they like to fight wars in other people's countries. Right. So that you don't got to rebuild your country. Because wherever the war happens, that country lost the war. You can win the fight. But when they leave after your country is war-torn, you lost. Mm-hmm. Like what they doing now? We'll be at back right after this. Now it's coming to a place so, near you. It's like, it's like to be honest with you, it's like you throw a, a gathering or a little party in your house, mm. and everybody just get into a fight with everybody, and they start throwing your furniture around and busting out the windows. 
Even if you whooped whoever started it and your side wins the fight, mm -hmm. you beat them up and you run them out of town. You the one left having to clean up. They get to go home and laugh at how you have to rebuild. You lost. Their intentions may never had been to actually defeat you in battle, but to destroy everything for you to struggle afterwards. <laughs> you know, I laugh because I know there's someone sitting there. Well, you know, uh, that's what we're going to do here. We're going to stand strong and then, you know, we don't mind. We'll go ahead and rebuild, but that's they're going to but they're going to rebuild with glow in the dark. Destroy you. You can't rebuild. Damn it. You're not going to rebuild over there. That's going to be done. That's going to be uninhabited. <laughs> I promise you. 250 plagues of uninhabited land. Mm. Trust me. That's what's funny. So after you win, mm. you'll find me then. Yeah. I'll still be here sitting on the throne. You'll be ready to listen and learn then mm -hmm. because only the righteous going to survive. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I promise you only the righteous going to survive and make it through and a few for some testing. There's always a you know, remnant and a few to come through to be tested. But when you get here, we'll be established. You're going to come into our establishment and be like, oh, wow, y'all built up nice. So uh, how we get one of these? Now you start right here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You get the shovel out and get the plowing and get the planting. Here's a little floor, a little space. Oh, she, no, 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 no. No, no, that's not like that here. You have to go through this and this and this. And this is how it goes. And you're going to learn and you're going to go through the processes. I'm telling you what it is. You can believe it, accept it, or reject it. I don't care. It's, that's what it is. Continue. And afterward came forth his brother, mm -hmm. upon whose hand was bound the scarlet thread, and she called his name Zarak. Mm -hmm. And Yosef was brought down into Misraim, and Potiphar a man of Mithraim, a chief of Pharaoh, a chief of the executioners, bought him with the pledge of the Arabians who had brought him down thither. Mm -hmm. Now, some of you don't even know, right? So his name, they called him was Fadit, but that's not what they called him. Okay. Mm. So his name Fadits. However, that's not what they called him. They didn't want to call him Euphrates. So they ended up calling him the son. They called him Bani. Mm -hmm. Okay? So for those of you who don't know, Bani is the sons of Fadits. If you look up in Ezra and you see Bani, when they're doing the count, those are the sons of Fadits, who was called Bani. Okay? And the word 
of Yah was Yosef's help, helper. And he became a prosperous man in the house of his mystery master. All right. So now the member makes Yosef to prosper in the house of his master. So one, he is accepting the condition that he's in. They told him to go into captivity. He's accepting it. This comes from the instructions of the Most High. I have to go this way. And now he's keeping the law in his captivity as much as he can. Mm-hmm. He's still a captive, but he knows he's not keeping 100%. He's just his integrity. The things I can keep personally, how I speak, how I reason, how I talk, what governs my actions. He's not keeping any feast days anymore. Right? My actions, how I talk, how I govern myself. This I keep. Okay? And he prospers. He has reasoning. And his master saw that the word of Yah was his helper. Mm-hmm. And that Yah prospered in his hand all that he did. Mm-hmm. And Yosef found favor in his eyes. And he served him, and he appointed him superintendent over his house. So now he's the superintendent. He's the manager over Potiphar's house. All right, continue. And all that he had, he delivered in his hands. And he is prospering Potiphar in Potiphar's house. Okay. So now the same way, we're going to pay attention, the same way he's prospered and that, that Israel prospered in Laban's house and Isaac prospered in Laban's house. Now Joseph is prospering in Potiphar's house. Continue. And it was from the time he appointed him superintendent over his house and over all that he had, Yaya prospered the house of the Mitzri. So now he's prospered Potiphar's house. So he's got food, he's got this, he's multiplying, he's doing justice with business, everything's going great. Potiphar ain't got to worry about it, he got himself a CEO. For the sake of the righteousness of Yosef and the blessing of Yah was on all that he had in the house and in the field. So the place prospers for the sake of Yosef's righteousness. This is now a carry on. Just like it was on Jacob, it is now upon him. The place where he is, mm-hmm. is prospering him. So now we have the next 
chapter to be established. You're tracking the covenant now. It uh-huh. goes from here, from Jacob, and this, this, this. Now, Joseph meets the angel. And now when he meets the angel, he goes into his captivity. And now it's working here. So what did I tell you? Here's a law. Yeah. Wherever the angel is, mm-hmm. you have to come to him. Him. Right. I told you this law. Angel with Abraham, you got to come to Abraham. Angel with Noah, you got to come to Noah. Angel with Yitzhak, you got to come to Yitzhak. Angel with Jacob, you got to come to Jacob. Angel with Joseph, let's see if they have to come to Joseph. Let's see. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hand and took no knowledge of anything of his except his wife with whom he lay. And Yosef was of goodly form and beautiful aspect. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So he was in good shape. Yes. And it was after these things that the wife of his master lifted up her eyes to Yosef and said, lie with me. So now here comes Potiphar's Shardamuta wife trying to get Joseph to sleep with her. Right? Now, Joseph is not like you who say, well, she wanted it, so I gave it. Or I'm going to do this despite my master. You know what I'm saying? No, he's not like you. Let's see what Yosef does. But he refused Mm -hmm. to come near her and said to his master's wife, Behold, my mistress taketh taketh no knowledge of what is with me in the house. And all he hath, he delivered into my hand. There is none in the house greater than I, nor hath he restricted me from anything but thyself, yourself. But he restricted me from nothing except you. My master did not give me you. He gave me all the business. I'm in charge of everything. I'm running everything. He did not give you to me. Right. So I have no right. Right. Over here. That's right. I can go upstairs. I can go downstairs. I can go outside. I can go shopping. What I say around here goes. Mm-hmm. Except anything dealing with you. He did not give Mm-mm. me. <laughs> he didn't give me that. No. <laughs> Because you are his wife. You are his wife. And how can I do this great wickedness and become become guilty guilty before before Yah? 
So he wants he wants does not want to be guilty before Allah. This is the fear of Allah. This is the basic fear. Allah says, don't do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be guilty before him because there is yet judgment. Even I don't see it today. I know I have already cut myself off from the goodness which would have come in the future. I won't see it. Continue. And it was when she spake with yourself this day. So the same day. And the next. And the next day. And be hearkened not to her. And he did not listen or do what she said or what she's asking for. To lie with her. So that he did not lie with her. Lest with her be should be condemned. Lest with her he should be condemned. In the day of the great judgment of, of the, the world, world to come. come. He's like, if I do this now, it will cut me off and my children off today. Mm. So today, y'all doing it. Right? You have the opportunity to stop because I'm, I'm asking you to. You have the opportunity. You probably won't, but you have the opportunity, which is why now that I'm saying it and I'm telling you to stop. Right? So that we can go into it together, into the land, into the promise. And you say, Rabbi Sheikh, why are you so adamant about this? Because I fell for this too. I fell for it. I came into this whole enlightenment, this whole truth, this whole knowledge of what my character was supposed to be. I came into it what, maybe 10, 10 years ago? What was I doing before that? Mr. Side Dude, Mr. Sneaky Link? Right? Even my first wife, my first wife was married to another dude and they were separated in the process of divorce, but not divorced yet. We're not together. I ended up losing that and all the children that came with it to turn back to this law. See that? You see? So being guilty, because I didn't know, I didn't know how to fear, I didn't know how to walk, doesn't mean I don't make the choice to change. Here's your divorce papers. Right? And in America, they don't want to give you the kids, so you can keep that too. Sayonara, say la vie. I'm going to serve my God in the land now that I know what I'm supposed to be doing. <clears throat> See? So, if you want to judge, I'd rather be ashamed. Hmm. I'd rather be ashamed. Yes. Then not enter into the world we're about to come into right now. Mm, 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 mm. You see? Excuse me. And, and, and you know what I'm saying? Now, I, I'm telling you, 
Because it, when the situation happens, when the situation comes out, you know, people, they press through. This woman in the relationship, or she's with this other guy, or she's seeing him and they're not actually done. And no, 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 no. None of that's going to work no more. There's no dating. There's no, well, I'm with him, but I'm not with him. But we was talking at one time. We ain't talking no more. Nah. Oh, we married. We're going through something. We're going through a divorce and blah, blah. No. Mm -mm. No. No. And I don't care about what the excuse is. Oh, it's for a green card or it's for this or blah, blah, blah. blah. No. No. See? This how come I'm able to talk straight. It's because I had to go through the process and clean my own stuff up. I had to clean it up. I cleaned it up. And I didn't take another girl who was quote unquote dating. I didn't take one. If a woman came to me and wanted the redeem the kinsman law, I did that. But I didn't take her. I didn't go to her and present myself and take her out on a date and do all this pitch and woo and oh, you so fine. And I just want to be with you. Blah, blah, blah. And I promise I'll be the only one. No. Mm -hmm. I don't do that. We have a law. You swear to come with me, walk with me, and keep my law? I'll do it. We're going to go this way. You may not like it. Mm -hmm. Right? <clears throat> when they don't want to walk my law no more, yalla, bye-bye. I don't care. Well, I, did you get any success? Yes, I did. Most High brought me a beautiful wife. Mm -hmm. yeah. She was in her virginity when I got her. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you can do it lawfully. See? You can do it lawfully. But I know the problem. You don't want to. Or you want to do it based on what you think the law is. Right. That's the big that's the biggest problem. No so the understanding. Problem, a lot of the problem is not so much as as the action you've committed not knowing what the law is. Mm -hmm. It's not putting it down once you know like this is unlawful. It's the making the excuse for it. Or justifying it. Yep. So. Yep. So continue. It was on a certain day that he entered the house to examine the tablets of his accounts. So now it's the he's in that he's in the house. He has to balance the books. Who owes? Who he owe? Who he pays? Who he need to pay? You know, there's running accounts. So he has to keep a notebook and and they make agreements. Now your sister's laughing here because I showed her how to do tablets and how to keep accounts and books the traditional way. 
and everybody here they, they be loving it oh yeah look oh you have your book good good all right every day more and more muslim more and more submitted to the traditions and the customs so i showed her how to do the accounts and i let her deal with business because there's no way for you to have a proverbs 31 woman who's going to be successful in the markets if she don't know how to keep books there is no major conflict over money. As a matter of fact, a woman's right to money is stronger than the man's. One thing as you before you keep going, understanding it and knowing it, not the American way. Mm -hmm. Understanding it and knowing it our, our way. traditional way. That's the difference. Right? So, in business, with business with a woman, the man must pay his bill. That's right. He must pay the bill. You must give the woman what is hers. That's Proverbs 31. That's even in the last verse hmm. of the chapter. Chapter 31, the last verse. It says, give unto her her wages. So whatever she's selling you, whatever she's giving you, you have to give it to her. It's not like dealing with me. Because when you deal with me, I'm dealing with large amount of resources. I'm dealing with land. I'm dealing with food by the pound. I mean, and I don't mean small pound. I mean hundreds of pounds, right? We're dealing with bushels. I'm dealing with large amount. So with me, I have to give it, if I have a spring harvest field, right? I have to give you everything you need and run up a big bill. Big, big, big. <laughs> and then come to you in the fall and you give me the reciprocity. Mm -hmm. Right? And the same thing for the guy who have summer harvest and the guy who have a winter harvest field. Right? There's, there's harvest year round. Mm -hmm. It's not two times, it's year round Some stuff is year round grown So you have to know Which field, what season How you how you moving So when you have this There's always this Trade Amongst men And when we're dealing with money You need money for land, for this, this, this I might give a large loan Once we have our own Banking system our own finances, how long he have to pay? Seven, maybe 50, whatever. Whatever he need, give him. He's my brother. I have to treat him like a brother to get him established. Mm -hmm. Right? Once he get established, how you pay me back? Fruit and vegetables. vegetables. <laughs> he now have to give back like this. Mm-hmm. And that's how he's in the loop now. Mm -hmm. So you say, when he pay you back? Yeah, in the Jubilee. Yep. What? I gave him 500000 and we buy his land. We get his house built. We do all of this to get him established. Now, seven years he's given fruit, and we have to give him back, right, by measure, mm -hmm. so he can prosper, prosper. What happened? Oh, 50 years went by. Bye. He never paid me back. 
Mm, down, collect. Leave him. This was just the money. Yes. But the land we took from somebody who was outside anyway, yes. so that he can have establishment here. <laughs> you see? So when you don't understand the system, you 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 don't understand. Your giving of money is to get land and it's for establishment, but you have to have a community. If you grow a watermelon, believe me, your whole field gonna be watermelon. <laughs> What are you going to do after all the watermelons is gone? You still got to eat. We'll be back after this. All right, we're back. So, Joseph is approached with the same things we are approached with today. He has more integrity than us. Now it's time for us to step up to the plate and become just like him. You got to put those women aside and you got to walk in the fear of the most high. You're going to have to. Now he traveled out. I'm reversing the process. You have to travel back in. These are the steps. You don't like it. You don't like it. You want to go somewhere else? Go somewhere else. I don't care. Move along. <laughs> and there was no man of the house within. Mm hmm. So now there's nobody around. That's integrity. Mm -hmm. See, so this is not a wasted sentence. No. It's telling you she's approaching him, and now there's nobody here except Joseph and now this woman. And now she's going to turn into a whole Karen because that's what these foreign women do. So let's see what it does. That she caught him by his garment saying... Lie with me. And he left his garment in her hand and went forth into the street. And when she saw that he had left his garment in her hand and had gone forth into the street, that she called the men of the house and said, see this, which the Hebrew man have done whom your master have bought to mock us. He came in to lie with me, and I cried with a high voice. So she says, look. Now watch this. Look. Look at this, that the Hebrew... Mm -hmm. Now, I told you this before. I'm going to yeah. tell you this again. The word Hebrew is a Nephilim identification marker. It is not the nationality or the race name of the men of the house of Isaac hmm. or Abraham or Ishmael or Esau or Lot. Mm -hmm. It's not the nationality. Mm -hmm. Okay? So, it's not their race. Their race is Hashemi. Mm -hmm. That's the race. Now, when we get there, because we're not there yet, but I'm giving you a, a tidbit. So, she's calling him by a Babylonian name. Because she is what? A daughter 
of Og. I'm just, just get just thinking that, sir. Wait a minute. So so she's Nephilic. This is a whole Karen maneuver. <laughs> Karen! Potiphar's wife is a Karen. And she's yelling to the men and saying, he came and tried to lie with me, and I yelled out mm-hmm. with a high voice. Okay, Karen. <laughs> and when he heard that I lifted up my voice, he left his garment with me and went forth into the street. So after I started hollering and yelling, he, he ran out into the streets. And she left the garment remain until his master came into his house. Uh huh. So now he left the garment at the house and she holding on to it. This is her evidence and proof. I fought him off and he, uh, when I yelled, he ran. I held on to the garment. All right, let's see. And she spake to him according to these words, saying, the Hebrew servant whom you boarded to us came into me and mocked me. Okay. So he came into her to make a fool of her. And now she's calling him a Hebrew servant. So this is the equivalent of the word nigga. nigga. Oh. You mad now? <laughs> I know you hot. You mad because they calling you nigga, but you ain't mad calling yourself Hebrew. Wow. I'm telling you, this is not what we call, and I'm going to prove it because when we get a little more deeper into what goes on in Egypt, because we in Egypt now, the captivity has begun. It begins, the captivity begins with one man. The captivity ends with one man. <sighs> See, one man and his whole nation goes into captivity. One man and the whole nation comes out. It starts one. We're going to see, but I'm going to prove these theories. So this is a theory now, right? I'm saying it like because you don't know because you, you don't, right? So we're going to say this is hypothetical. Maybe I'm wrong. Let's keep reading and see if it happened different. And when his master heard the words which his wife spake with him, saying, According to these things did your servant to me, his wrath became strong. Mm-hmm. And Yosef's master took counsel of the priests, hmm, mm-hmm. who put him not to death. Mm-hmm. But delivered him into the house of the bound. So let's look at this procedure. Yes, yeah, a court case. He got to go to court and they put him in jail. They didn't put him to death for this infraction. This infraction, by our law, is death. Is death. Right? If a woman in the city holler out, and the man came into her and raped her. This death. That, yep, he dies. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Potiphar goes to his legal system, his priest, mm-hmm. his police, right? So you're talking about, says his priest. Yeah. And you say, what are they? Police. Police. 
Mm-hmm. And they put him not to jail. To, to jail. They went to his judges. Mm-hmm. They called him priests. This judges, this police, this is a crime. They put him not in, they put him not to death. They put him in jail. Mm-hmm. I want y'all to see what priests and 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 them is doing. Cause you know, you you seem to think this priest is something for religion. Here they police him. Mm-hmm. You see that? Yes, sir. Yeah, they hold upholding their law. They're upholding the law. No, no, no. You thought this pastor is doing something. No, he police. Uh, the police. Where the king's prisoners were bound. Uh-huh. And he was there in the house of the bound. So he in prison. And the word of Yah was Yosef's helper and extended mercy to him and gave him favor in the eyes of the captain of the, of the prison. prison. So now he got favor in the eyes of the captain of the prison. And what happened? And the captain of the prison confided all the prisoners who were in the house to Yosef's hands. So now he become the manager in the prison, he become the head <laughs> nigga in charge in prison. Right? Now, if y'all want to go deep into what happened when they conducted the investigation, they found Joseph innocent at part of his house. They found him innocent. And he he looked at his wife differently yes, because did. they looked at how the garment was torn. Yeah. And it says if he was if he was trying to get at her and she tore his garment, it would have been torn one way. And if he's trying to get away, it's torn in a different area, either in the front or the back. And they knew by the garment he was wearing it tore. But the way it tours, he's trying to get away. Okay? Okay? If there's a, if there's a tear one way, if he's trying to rape her, it tear another way, if she's trying to get at him. And it was determined she was trying to get at him. Right? So it's the same way. When somebody attack you, they attack you, the attack is in the back. If they attack you and you attacking them, it's in the front. You can't get away from basic evidence. All right. So now he's the manager of the prison. Head trustee. All right. What do you got? He's holding up integrity. He's keeping things in order. Everything is in count. The prison is now in good order. And this guy now who's in charge, he can relax. You don't need to do nothing. I'm make sure everything running good. This is how he does it. Just a minute, sir. I'm coming. I just, I just have to absorb this for a moment. Okay. Let me show you about integrity. Okay? I suffered from my lack of integrity. Woo, that was rough. But I got out of it. And once I got out of it, and I learned what integrity was, and I went and got me a good heaping spoonful of it, I've been... I've been great keeping this law with integrity. Man, it prospered you so much you cannot understand. 
You know what I'm saying? Cut that wickedness loose. Serve this law with, I mean, with hard dedication and hard work. It is worth it. But you won't know till you come try it because you, you might be a little scared. I know. Continue. Okay. And the captain of the prison confided all the prisoners who were in the house to Yosef's hand. And whatsoever was done there, he commanded to be done. So he's the commanding. He's commanding what happened in the prison. He's commanding it. Joseph is in charge commanding the prison. And he himself is a prisoner. He's serving so well. They just let he now the warden. He he the assist the warden's assistant, but what he command the guards. <laughs> the guards listen. And it works. Ooh. Everything is in order. I know what that feels like. Yeah. I was in prison, right? And I would be out and about and I got to negotiate. I could conduct peace arrangements, peace agreements, multiple nations, the peoples. Yeah. It was lonely in there, though. You know what I'm saying? But I was in there. It was good times. You know what I'm saying? It was good times. Hey, shout out to Seth. I don't know if you're still in prison or if you got out. And to the rest of my Ebo brothers, you know, over there, if you watch this, if this come out, you know what I'm saying? We we were together strong in the prison. And uh, even to the Russians, I know they had this Ukrainians and Russians, they were stuck in there. Shout out, you guys were, you know, real supportive. Go ahead. Oh my goodness, oh my goodness. Okay. It was not needful for the captain of the prison to watch Yosef after the custom of all prisoners because he saw that there was no fault in his hands. For the word of Yah was his helper and that which he did, Yah made it to prosper. So he don't need no lock, no key, no chains. He ain't trying to escape. He got free run of the place and he put himself in the cell. All right, this and this and this is done. Okay, it's time for me. I have to go to my cell. I go inside. I just close my door. Okay, time to get up. I got to get ready. And, and, and they're not even watching him no more. He's not even escaping the prison. Well, here's another thing. Where was he going to go? He ain't got nothing on the outside. He got meals. He got a bed. I'm here. I live here now, so I'm good. At least here there's no woman to try to get me killed to say I'm sleeping with her. I'm good. Go ahead, go ahead, you know. Okay. And after these things, it was shown, saying... The chief of the butlers of the king of Misraim and the chief of the bakers have offended, having taken counsel to throw the poison of death into his food and into his drink to kill their master, the king of Misraim. So they found 
poison in the king's food. Mm. And it boiled down to either the butler or the baker. One of you two put this in here. So we know that the poison was in the bread. Mm -hmm. We know that. I watched a TikTok yesterday and they, they got this new bread. Oh, yeah. I, I was, saw it. I saw it. So it was like a sponge. It's a sponge. Yes. It's, it's it a butters. Sponge. It toasts. However, it's a sponge. This dude cleaned the counter. <laughs> the sink. Wrung it out. His wife feet. And it still looked like bread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it wasn't like sponge bread like the, they bought sponges. It was bread. It's supposed to be. It was supposed to be a loaf of bread. Yeah. Uh, $90 worth. Of, of long life bread. Bread. Yes. And it was a sponge. Very long life. Yes. Yeah, unfit for food. Unfit for human consumption. Mm. But, um, yeah, moving along. Go ahead. So, and, they put them in prison. Mm -hmm. Right? And Pharaoh was angry when he heard concerning his two servants, the chief cut cup bearer and the chief baker. So the chief cup bearer, right, and the chief baker. Mm -hmm. Okay? And he's ang Pharaoh angry with them. Now, you guys have to understand Pharaoh is the presiding ruler over the people. Right? And you have to say, what's different between this time and another time? So now the king's family, Osiris, has been deified. But they have like a prime minister. Mm -hmm. And the prime minister is called Pharaoh. Mm -hmm. Okay, so remember the, the prime minister before was the son of Nimrod. Mm -hmm. Now they're keeping, it was Rakayan, right? Rakayan, and yes. now they're keeping this tradition going. And any one of, of Osiris's children or whoever they decide they want, mm -hmm. they make him now Pharaoh. The kingship is closed. This family is, is done. That's it. You can be prime minister and you can sit here. Mm -hmm. All right. Let us continue. And the chief executioner entrusted yourself with them. Mm -hmm. And he served them. Mm -hmm. And there they were certain days in the house of custody. And they dreamed a dream, both of them. Each man his dream in one night. Each man his own dream and the interpretation of his companion's dream, the butler and the baker of the king of Misraim, who were confined in the prison. And Joseph came to them in the morning and saw them. And behold, they were troubled. So now Joseph, they both wake up the same night, cold sweats, Mm -hmm. Destroyed about what they have seen. And now Yosef comes, everybody's good, and he sees them. It was, what's up with you two guys? What's going on? And, and 
So yeah, he's got to ask them some questions. He want to give them some counsel because when the prisoners is at peace, the entire prison mm. is good. Yeah. Let me tell you, when it's at peace, it's good. When it's not, it's dangerous. You know what I'm saying? So you want to keep respect and peace at all time high. You want to keep morality good. Make sure people keep it good on their deals. Because it goes south fast. Continue. And Yosef asked the chiefs of Pharaoh who were with him in the custody of his master's house, saying, Why is the look of your faces more evil today than all the other days that you have been here? All right. What's wrong with your faces? Okay. And they said to him, We have dreamed a dream. And there is no interpreter for it. Mm -hmm. And Yosef answered, are not the interpretation of dreams from, from, from before, before Yah? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tell it now to me. And the chief of the butlers related his dream to Yosef and said, to him I saw in my dream. Mm -hmm. And behold, a vine was before me. And in the vine were three branches. And as it sprouted, sprouted, it brought forth buds. And immediately they ripened into clusters and became grapes. And I gave the cup of Pharaoh into my hand. And I took the grapes. And expressed them into Pharaoh's cup mm -hmm. and gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. And Yosef said to him, this is the end of the interpretation of the dream. The three branches are the three fathers of the world. Ibrahim, Isaac, Yaqub. The children of whose sons are to be enslaved in Misraim in clay and brick work. Oh, hold on. I bet this new to y'all. This dude having a dream, he tells it to Joseph. Joseph is interpreting the dream, and it has nothing to do with what this dude right. was dealing with in his own personal life yet. It has everything to do with Yosef, mm -hmm. the covenant of Abraham, and to Isaac, and to Yaqub, and the children who were getting ready to come down and be enslaved in clay and in brick. Uh-huh. And in all labor of the face of the field. And work in all labor of the face of the field. But afterwards... Shall they be delivered by the hand of three shepherds? Three shepherds. I wrote a song about it. I want to hear it. Here it go. He said, Moses to teach the traditions of the judgment, Aaron to atone for the, for the people, and Miriam to adjust to to Instruct the women. Instruct the women. Uh, yes. So what you need? You need a woman 
to be an example, to walk the path before you so you can know the way to go. That's step this one, right? You need another Moses, but this Moses, the first one is from the house of Levi, right? The next one, this from the house of David. How you doing? And then you have another one from the house of Levi, but this is Ali. And I saw you his picture already, so you, you know what we're talking about, right? So you need three shepherds. Don't nothing change. Okay? We're going to be back after this. I'm going to finish this. Oh, one second. I got to close the door in the back. All right. So he promised them three shepherds. And this comes from the dreams from the butcher, from the baker and the cupbearer. So now you have to look at this. Moses is king. He was the appointed king at the time over the entire family of Israel. And now it's the same. He's, he was the governor then. I'm the governor now. We're moving along. Right? You need a woman to kind of guide the woman in the way because women have two separate paths. One is very super, super, super simple. Virgin, take marry of a strong man. Okay? Don't marry because he's handsome. Marry because of this or this, this, this. Marry because he's strong. He is good to you. He is good for the family. He is, has good support. He have a good name. This you marry. Virgin, simple. Then, the second one, a lot more complicated. This the redemption. Okay? Woman who comes out of bad relationships, bad history, bad paths. She's committed some bad things. And now we have to get through the process and clean this up and get them into families and functioning as a family unit, as a family team to build. So that's what the Miriam is, okay? Then you have atonement, right? So Moses, Aaron, and Miriam in that time, they all come out at one time with everybody. This time, not so much. This time, we here, and now the priest is there and he is with you to help you atone. How are we going to get this atonement going? It's very simple. You have to take and gather up your monies and we atone. We begin the process of coming to atonement by buying back the land, buying back the livestock and begin to be fruitful. It's going to take us a year to kind of get the numbers up get the crops going, and then we can start to bring in the tithe. See? So you bringing money, you're not bringing the tithe. But we are going to get everything to produce a tithe so we can bring it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so the same thing for then, same thing for now. Okay, so let's see. What else is going to happen? <clears throat> Hold on, let me get my tablet together. You know... Gotta get it to rotate right and act right so I can read. <laughs> okay. All right. As you have said, I took the grapes 
and expressed them into Pharaoh's cup mm-hmm. and gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. It is the vial of wrath with pa- Pharaoh himself. Pharaoh. Pharaoh himself is to drink at the last. But thou, but you, the chief butler, shall receive a good reward concerning the good dream which you has dreamed and the interpretation of it. To yourself is this, the three branches are three days until your liberation. liberation. Okay, so he tells him, listen, the cup which you're giving Pharaoh to drink is the cup of wrath. Now, some of you don't know that right now the nations mm-hmm. have to drink their cups. They all drinking them because it's appointed to them to drink. We drunk ours. I drunk mine. I'm telling you now, as you are receiving this revelation from Yosef, of which you have never heard before, mm-hmm. I know it's not in your slim Jimmy. Jimmy. Nope. Jimmy. I'm telling you, the nations are receiving the cups to drink. So when you drink the cups of cursing in Isaiah, in I think it's in Ezekiel or Jeremiah. Yeah, because you 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 declared. Mm-hmm. That a few months ago. Uh, yeah, I've been reading them to you yeah. in the Knights of Memorials, all the cups that the nations have to drink mm-hmm. and for what reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you was here, when you just got here, and you gave the cup, and you took a toast, drink the cup. Drink? Yeah. So now you're hearing it again. Yeah. So there's me doing it literally, yeah. obeying the instructions. Yeah. Now I'm here explaining mm. the actions that I took and why I took them. Mm-hmm. So there's a cup of wrath that's given into Pharaoh's hand to drink. Mm. This Pharaoh then Pharaoh and now. Pharaoh now. It's nothing changed. So the same cups, they hear. So when you go and read the the official testament, not not old no more. We're gonna call it the official, official testament. testament. Yes. So when you read the official testament, now you know what the cups they're talking about. Mm-hmm. So now they have to drink their cups. Yes. Because we're going to get established. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the 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 cup bearer, mm-hmm. he gets this news, he gets this information, and it says in three days. You will have your liberation. Okay. Continue. At the end of three days, the memory of you will come before Pharaoh, Pharaoh. Uh-huh. and he will lift up his head with honor mm-hmm. and restore you to your service. Mm-hmm. And you will give the cup of Pharaoh into his hand according to your former custom and pouring out for them. Okay. For him. Okay. So he's going to return to his old job now. 
cupbearer is gone. Next. Yosef leaving his higher trust and retaining confidence in a man said to the chief butler, but be you mindful of me when it shall be well with you and act kindly by me and remember me before Pharaoh and obtain my deliverance from this prison house. Uh-huh. So now this where he make, make a, a mistake. mistake. Mm-hmm. Yep. He rather, made his, yep. Rather than stop at the dream, mm-hmm. he now wants to piggyback that with his own request for the butler as if there is a charge or a service mm-hmm. for speaking the truth of a revelation which the Most High gave to you, right? Mm-hmm. There's no charge, no service for it. I tell you, ain't no profit here. Mm-hmm. So this way he make a mistake. Yes, yes. Okay, now continue. For I was verily carried away dishonestly from the land of the Hebrew. Yeah, Hebrew, the, the, it's the Hashimi. The the don't don't this this right here is crazy. See? Okay. The Hivari. Yeah, there's no Hebrew. There's no Hebrew. And there also I have done nothing nothing evil that they should put me in prison. Uh-huh. Mm, so he's looking for his justice. Right. I want justice. I'm in prison wrongfully. But you're not in prison wrongfully. You're just away from this wicked woman. Mm-hmm. Right. Which that's the this vision was Jacob, Jacob saw. saw. My son is not dead. There right. is a evil woman standing Andy. in his way. So now had he gotten with Potiphar's wife, mm-hmm. it would have destroyed, destroyed him and the rest of the covenant promise which needs to come forth. Mm-hmm. So because of the righteousness of the forefathers, Mm. Judah, Joseph, Jacob, Mm. Isaac, Abraham, and all of them, we have a way to get out of our situation. Mm -hmm. Having made all these mistakes willfully, Mm -hmm. knowing they were wrong, but not being taught in the fear. Mm. Exactly. Okay? Mm -hmm. So this is the truth. So continue. And the chief baker, when he understood the interpretation of his companion's dream, seeing that he had interpreted well, began to speak with an impatient tongue and said to Yosef, I also saw in my dream and behold, three baskets of fine cakes were upon my head. Mm-hmm. And in the upper basket of all delicious meat for Pharaoh made by the confectioner and the birds ate them from the basket upon my head. Mm-hmm. Yosef answered and said, this is its interpretation. The three baskets are the three enslavements with which the house of Israel are to be enslaved. Mm -hmm. But thou, but you, 
the chief of the bakers, will receive an evil award by the dream which thou hast dreamed. And Yosef explained it as it was proper in his eyes and said to him, this is its interpretation to yourself. The three baskets are three days until until your death. Mm -hmm. And at the end of three days. Hold on now. Wait yes, a minute. sir. So let's take a look at this. You said yes. the three baskets. Mm -hmm. Is the three enslavements? Are the three enslavements? Mm -hmm. Okay. Let me explain something to you. Okay. We're going to go back and take a look. We're going to take a look. Let's go back. And I want to take a look at the enslavements which were told to Abraham. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, sir. See, these are the kingdoms which enslave his children. Mm -hmm. Let's number them. Go ahead. Okay. Terror, which is in Babel. Terror, which is Babel. Okay, so that's terror. Writing them here. Darkness, which is Madi. Right? The Medes. Mm -hmm. The Madi. Mm -hmm. And then greatness, which is Javan. Javan. So now you have Terra, which is Babel. Right? The Babylonian. Then you have the Persians and the Medes. Mm -hmm. Then you have the Javanese, the Greeks. Right? The Greeks, right? But the Greeks transition into who? Rome. Which is Fetus. The fourth is Fetus. But what's the difference? They were, it's Bible all over again. Yeah. So there's only three captivities, but one you go into twice. So the first time you went into the Babylonian captivity and you get to come back after 70 years, but you don't get to fully rebuild back up. Right. And then you go into the next captivity and the next one and the next one. There were only three captivities in the land. The last one, the Babylonians, they pushed you far away and, and, and they made you enslaved in a far away nation. Which was, is a prison. It's a prison nation. <laughs> Put you all the way over there. Mm -hmm. Now you've been driven all the way over there. You don't know your way back home. Mm. But you're still under the Babylonian rule. You're under the the, the people from Fadits, from the upper Euphrates, from the Caucasus Mountains. Mm-hmm. And if you don't come... The Nephilims. Now, you you want to fight, fight. Mm. You want to come, come. Mm. If you fight, you die. If you come and keep the law, you live. If you fight and you live and you come and keep the law, you will live. Mm -hmm. If you fight and you live and you come and don't keep the law, you die. 
Okay? Make sure we're clear about that. And pretty much, if you don't come here to follow this way and this law, then every other other places you go, wherever it be, you're still under the Babylonian that's because that's, that's captivity. That's the whole point. Mm. Wow. You go over there, you, you get what's over there. It's, I'm fine with it. That's your choice. At the end of mm-hmm. three days. Yeah, at the end sir? of three days. Okay. Go ahead, at the end of three okay. days. Pharaoh with the sword will take away your head from your body mm-hmm. and will hang you upon a gibbet and the bird. So he, okay. So he's going to cut your head from the body and hang you up on the pole. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the birds will cut your flesh from you. And the birds are going to eat you. And it was on the third day, the nativity mm, of Pharaoh That he made a feast to all his servants. Mm -hmm. And he lifted up the head of the chief butler and the head of the chief baker in the midst of his servants. Mm -hmm. And he restored the chief butler to his butlership because he found he had not been in that council. Okay, so he wasn't in the council of the poisoning. But and he gave the cup into Pharaoh's hand. But the chief baker he, he hanged, hanged because he had taken counsel to, to kill, kill him, him even as Joseph had expounded to, to them. them. But because Yosef had withdrawn from the mercy that is above and had put his confidence in the chief butler, he waited it on the flesh. Mm -hmm. Therefore, the chief butler did not remember Yosef, but forgot him until from Yah came the time of the end that he should be released. All right. So now he got extra time on the books trying to weasel himself out of his situation. Right? He didn't want to go according to the Most High's instructions. He wanted his way to go and ask Pharaoh for ID card. <laughs> he want to go ask Pharaoh for monies to get out, reparations. He wanted to go and hey, remember me before Pharaoh, I'm innocent, restore me, give me something. Oh, we, we the people. Yo. So yeah. if you don't want to do it, this way, okay, go your way. It's going to serve you as extra time in a captivity state. Mm-hmm. Meaning you will be purged out among the nations even after America fall. It will continue to chase you until you accept what I'm teaching you here today. 
You can test it by simply not doing it. That's one way of accepting it. You don't got to come here to accept it. You can go through it the same way these two servants did. So the same way these two servants received this understanding, there will be two servants. The ones who will be restored and the ones who will die. Mm-hmm. All of this has always been about the sons of Israel. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. today. Okay? Yep. Mm-hmm. You. The ones who the Nephilim called Hebrews. That's a Nephilim title. Mm-hmm. Okay? Wow. I just want you to understand. I'm not removing your identification marker when I tell you you're not called that. I'm just telling you the Nephilim call you that. Mm-hmm. You see? Mm-hmm. Not that is what you call yourself. It's not your real racial name. We have our own identification. Mm-hmm. So, those who go to Pharaoh, just like Joseph, looking for Pharaoh's arm for help to get you out of captivity. Mm-hmm. All right, you're going to end up forgotten. Pretty much. And then it says... You'll be cooking a little longer until your time out coming out of the fiery furnace (laughs) is due. Then it says the nativity Mm -hmm. of Pharaoh. What what is that? This is birthday. Ah. So Pharaoh's celebrating his birthday. Wow. Yeah, you guys have this... uh, Birthday celebrations, y'all always like to, you know, make a big hubbub about keeping up with uh, now keeping up this practice that you see from Pharaoh, and he's affiliated with the Nephilims. It is a Nephilic Babylonian practice. Well, let's continue. Here we go. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. It was at the end of two years. Two years later. That the remembrance of Yosef came before the word of Yah. So now he's remembered. And Pharaoh dreamed. Mm-hmm. And behold, he stood by the river. Mm-hmm. And behold, from the river came up seven oxen, mm-hmm. good looking. And fat flesh. Mm-hmm. And they grazed in the midst of the sedges. Mm-hmm. And behold, seven other oxen came up from the river, mm-hmm. evil looking and lean in their flesh, and stood by the side of tile oxen on the bank of the river. So you got seven fat oxes that looked good and healthy, and seven evil oxes that were lean and thin. Mm. Okay, so what happens? And the evil looking and lean flesh oxen devoured the seven good looking and fat. So now the evil oxen Mm -hmm. is going to devour the fat ones. Mm -hmm. So you had seven good years. Mm -hmm. We'll get to this. You're going to have Seven years of a family. Mm. Well, here we go. Let's see how this one plays out. And Pharaoh awoke from his sleep. And he slept. 
and saw a second dream. Mm -hmm. And behold, seven ears arose on one stalk, full and good. Mm -hmm. And behold, seven ears, thin and blighted, with the east wind sprang up after them. Okay, hold on. We're going to be right back. All right, we back. So now we have the seven ears of corn that were good, and then we got seven blighted. They moldy. That's what blight is. Blight is mold and mildew. Okay. So blight is mold and mildew. They mold, they mildewed and molded. Okay. And the seven thin ears. Devoured the seven fat and full. Seven fat and full. So, and seven thin, moldy up corn, right? Ate up the fat corn. All right, let's see what's going on with this. And Pharaoh awoke, and behold, it was a dream. It was a dream. And in the morning, his spirit was troubled. Mm -hmm. And he said, Sent and called all the magicians of Mizraim. Oh, he called all the magicians. And all the wise men. And Pharaoh told them the dreams. But no man was able to interpret it. Nobody could interpret the dream. For it was occasioned by Yah, because the time had come that Yosef should come forth from the house of the bond. So, so now let's take a look at this. When the Most High hmm. want them to have the false prophets, the magicians, when he want them to be right, he let them be, be right. right. When he mm -hmm. want them. That's right. And when he want them to have no clue and no answers, mm -hmm. he shut them up. But ain't got no answers. Because what he wants to happen will happen. You don't have a choice. I'm just telling you what the what the roads are. You're going to go through it regardless. Okay? It's just on what side of the road you're going to be on. It's a one-way street, but there's two sidewalks. Continue. And the chief of the cupbearers spake with Pharaoh saying, my fault do I remember this day. It, uh, uh, uh. Now <laughs> he remembers. <laughs> he opens up. My bad. <laughs> I remember. I remember today. Oh, man. Yo, it was two years ago. Here you go. Watch this. This, this black folk. My bad. I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> It was occasioned from Yah that Pharaoh was angry with his servants. And he put me in ward in the house of the chief executioner, me and the chief baker. And we dreamed a dream in one night, I and he, each man his own dream. And the interpretation of his companion's dream, we dreamed. And there was with us a Hebrew youth. Now this Hebrew youth 
I told you again, this is not what we call ourselves. This is what the Nephilim called us. But they're not from us, and he's married into the Nephilim. This is what they they calling us. It's not what we call ourselves. You're going to see this, because as we keep dealing with Pharaoh, it will come up again later. A servant of the chief executioner. Uh-huh. And we recounted to him, and he explained the dream to us. To each man be explained the interpretation of his dream. And even as he interpreted to us, so it was. Ah, so he interpreted it, and exactly how he said it is exactly, exactly how it happened. happened. Me, he restored in his sentence to the order of my service, and him he hanged. And Pharaoh sent and called Yosef and hastened him from the prison. And he dressed his hair and changed his garments and went on to Pharaoh. So now Pharaoh bring him here. And now Pharaoh redresses him. But as, as Joseph is redressed now, he is dressed Egyptian. Mm-hmm. Mm. Sounds familiar. See? He comes, he's coming out the prison now. He goes into captivity and is in captivity that he changes. And now he has to take on some Egyptian ways, an Egyptian appearance or a Babylonian way, a Babylonian appearance. But when you are called to come out, you must. Come out. Change your goals. Yep. Okay, so let's see what happens. And Pharaoh said to Yosef, I have dreamed a dream, and there is no interpreter for it. And I have heard of thee saying that if thou if you hear a dream, that you can't explain it. And to Yosef answered Pharaoh, saying, it is without me. So it is not from me. Okay? Hmm. It's not man who interprets dreams, but from before Allah shall be an answer of peace unto Pharaoh. So this answer may give you peace, give you understanding. I cannot say it's good, it's going to be peaceful. I'm just saying... When am that I you can same? you can understand and it will be well with you. Next, and Pharaoh spake with Yosef, saying, "I saw in my dream, and behold, I stood on the bank of the river, mm -hmm. and behold, from the river came up seven oxen, uh -huh. fat flesh and good looking, mm -hmm. and they grazed in the midst of the sedges." Mm -hmm. And behold, seven other oxen came up after them, mm. wasted it, and very evil looking, and lean in their flesh. I have not seen the like of them in all the land of Mizraim for badness. Mm -hmm. And the wasted and evil oxen devoured the first seven fat oxen, mm -hmm. and they entered into their stomach. 
mm-hmm. but it could not be known that they had entered into their stomach. Mm-hmm. So they ate them and they didn't get fat. fat. Mm. They stayed skinny, lean, and it didn't make any sense. Continue. For their appearance was evil as before, and I awoke. And I saw in my dream, and behold, seven ears arose on one stalk, full and good. And behold, seven ears withered thin, blighted with the east wind, sprang up after them. And the seven thin ears devoured the seven good ears. And I told the magicians, but there is no one who can teach me. They they what? Couldn't teach them. They can't teach, teach me. So magicians can't teach. Magicians is teachers. Mm. Wow. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. The magicians is teachers. I told the magician the magicians. But there is one, there is no one who can teach me. The magicians are teachers. See, you got to rephrase your definitions. Your definitions is based upon the English language. Meanwhile, my definition is based upon the book. If I don't understand the word, I may go and get it from the English language. Reread the sentence, and then let it redefine the word according to the law, not according to the dictionary. The the magician in the dictionary is this, and I say, okay, well, this is a person who works spells and does magic or whatever else. Mm -hmm. Now, I can take that understanding and say, okay, and then I look and it says the magicians, they were supposed to teach Pharaoh. That's a teacher. Mm-hmm. So now the magician, the man who works spells and gives false prophecies and predictions and mm-hmm. stuff like that, all of these are teachers. teachers. So now all of them are magicians. magicians. So mm-hmm. I know not to listen to none of them. Mm-hmm. That's how it worked. Continue. And Yosef said to Pharaoh, the dream of Pharaoh is one. That which Allah is about to do, he showeth to Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. The seven good oxen announced seven years. And the seven good ears announced also those seven years. The dream is one. And the seven wasted and evil oxen which arose after them announced seven other years and the seven years then emblighted with the east wind likewise make known that there will be seven years of famine mm-hmm. this is the word that I speak to Pharaoh what a lot oh, wait a minute oh go ahead go ahead okay. <laughs> I thought the camera cut off <laughs> okay what a lot is about to do, he showeth Pharaoh. So what Allah about to do, he showeth Pharaoh. Continue. Behold, there come seven years of great 
plenty in all the land of Mitzrayim. So behold, there come in great years of plenty in all the land of Mitzrayim. And after them will arise seven years of famine. After that, there's going to be seven years of famine. Which will make all the plenty that was in the land of Mitzrayim to be forgotten. So after that, all the plenty that we had, well, nobody going to remember that. Mm. There was the, you know what I'm saying? They're going to be singing, make Egypt great again. Continue. And the famine will consume the inhabitants of the land. And the famine is going to consume the inhabitants of the land. Okay, next. Neither will the plenty which had been in the land be known. Neither will the plenty which will be in the land be known. It's not known. They don't know, not a, meaning that what we had in full of and in abundance, you're not going to see it anymore. You'll have something, but it won't be plenty as, as it was before. You see? You'll have something, but it's not going to be like it was. It's not going to be anywhere near it. Yeah, where you had real eggs and now have fake eggs. Right. Well, in this well, in this one, he's actually saying, like, so in the years of plenty, you know, all the the land is lush and green and full, and it's going to be mm. so much. But now, when you go to plant, it's going to produce some. But if it's producing twenty percent, thirty percent of what you was getting, it's not going to be. It's not going to go back. It's not going to, you know. It's not going to fix itself after a year or two. Mm. So now it's producing, but it's not producing sufficiency to sustain uh, like what you were getting. So don't we can't be. It's telling Joseph not to be wasteful about the year, the first plentiful years. Mm. For the famine that will be afterward, because it will be exceeding strong. So the famine which will be afterwards will be exceedingly Strong. Strong. Mm. Okay. Well, let's continue. And for as much as the dream was repeated to Pharaoh twice, therefore is the thing confirmed before Allah, and Allah hastens to do it. So now you saw it twice. It is what it is. It's going to be what and it's, it's going to be. The time to act is, is now. Don't wait for next year. You got to move now. Okay. But now let Pharaoh look out a man prudent and wise and appoint him over the land of Mitzrayim. Let Pharaoh make superintendents over the land and let them take out one part in five of all the produce of the land of Mitzrayim in the seven years of plenty. Take out 20%. Mm. One in five is 20% of the whole. Mm. Right? So what's the 20% 
looking like. Okay? He's saying, listen, take this, take 20%, and we're going to store it up. Okay? <sighs> One in five. So if we get 100, we're going to set 20 to the side, and the other 80%, we can continue to work. Boy, that sounds so familiar. I know. Okay. I know. You know what I'm saying? Sounds repeat. Repeat. And let them collect all the produce of those good years that are coming and gather together the produce under the hand of Pharaoh's superintendents and set the produce in the cities to be kept. Mm -hmm. And there will be provision laid up as in a cavern in the earth. So now we're going to make like caves. And we're going to lay up all the food inside these caves we're going to make. <sighs> Continue. And therefrom they may take in the years of famine mm -hmm. which come upon the land of Mitzrayim, mm -hmm. that the people of the land perish not through the famine. Okay. And the word was good before Pharaoh and before all his servants. So now he's saying, we're going to take and we're going to store up this 20% and leave the people with 80%. And this 20% we set in the side, this is only for those famine years which is coming. Okay? So we're going to, start, we're going to keep the corn dry and the rice and the grain and the dry beans, we're going to store up of what can be kept in these places, okay? Like it's dry ground, like in a dry cave, not a damp cave, because then stuff will, will mold. In a dry place, and we're going to make sure we keep it so that when the famine hit, we're going to have plenty. Mm -hmm. Make sure you appoint leadership. Mm -hmm. Get you one good, strong, wise man who is wise and prudent, meaning he has integrity and diligence and service. Mm -hmm. That's what prudent means, integrity and diligence and service to the instructions. And then get superintendents to manage over the people to keep everybody in line. This is what we're doing. Mm -hmm. And it will be well with you. Pharaoh said... Yo, I appreciate this. What you have said is good and within reason. And we will take this precaution seven years. I don't need a sign. No more than that. I'm doing it. And we know it's a 14 year commitment and we committed to it. Can't go around it. Got to go through it. Oh. When I asked you for seven years of cleanness and then yet seven years for purification and let us come back and repent and buy the land and then we can bring in the tithe and we'll set the tithe at 13%. Joseph only took 20. Joseph took 20 because the sons of Israel were getting ready to come there. They will receive their portion there. However, after 
us, after we get established and the Most High brings the nations down, they will bring their 10% here <laughs> in the land. We have the priesthood, we have everything, they bring their 10%. And that's all the nations, not just Egypt. That's all of them have to bring their 10% here. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm -hmm. Let's see what's going to happen now. So that's why he told them 20%. If you don't know the laws and the system, the most I just told them with the baker, they coming down there. So ain't no sense in trying to make something what's not. This really means this. It's not for this time. Never mind. Go ahead. I ain't gonna get I can't I can't go out to the deep with y'all. And Pharaoh said to his servants, Can we find a man like this? And whom? So Pharaoh goes. All of y'all supposed to be so smart and then. So Pharaoh says, all of y'all supposed to be so smart and intellectual. Can I find anybody as wise and as smart as this man here? This saying that to the to everybody else. Who can I find better than this man here? He told me, and it's true, it's correct. You cannot tell me nothing. Hmm. How can I find somebody better than this? They got nothing to say. And then the witnesses of Potiphar and now the prison chief, they have nothing to say either. I mean, he actually be on point, man. Like he on top of his stuff. He's a smart guy and he's like a good guy, man. He just got help. He got dealt a bad hand. But it's for the purpose of the most high. I have to go through with the script. So what happens? And Pharaoh said to yourself, since ye are, Allah have made known all this to thee. There is no one so prudent and wise as you are. Ah. And, and nowhere did you see Pharaoh say, well, let me pray about this. You see the wisdom. You see the understanding is given. You follow the one who have the understanding. Not the one sitting with you because he's popular on YouTube saying the mystical sky nigga going to come get us. Right. By right. and by. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, go your way. It's all right. Because like I said, I need some of y'all to go out there and help tear it down anyway. So if you can't come, just go, just give them hell. Mm. Give them hell and high water. Tear it down. All right, next. Thou shall be, you shall be superintendent over my house. Mm -hmm. And by the decree of your mouth, Shall all my people be armed only in the throne of the kingdom? Will I be greater than you? Okay, so he's over all the people. And ain't nobody over him except Pharaoh upon his throne. So nobody got no say no more. He over the prison chief. He over Potiphar. He over everybody. 
He is number two under Pharaoh, who is number one. All right. Next. And Pharaoh said to yourself, see, I have appointed you prince over the land of Mitzrayim. Prince. Yes, prince. Mm-hmm. Prince. Mm-hmm. Yeah, prince. Everybody want to, you can accept when Pharaoh make a prince. But you can't accept. You don't accept when? when the house of Ishmael make a prince. But they did when Moses brought them out. Hmm. Yeah. Moses Prince in Moses Prince in in Egypt. Mm-hmm. Moses Prince in Cush. Cush. Mm-hmm. Moses Prince in Midian. Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm. Now you gotta accept it. Mm-hmm. Right? What's the difference between this prince, this princedom? And Moses himself among his brethren. Well, you have to accept, hey, you know what? The most high with this dude. And he needs to lead us so we can do what we got to do. I'm appointed my land. I ain't going to never get there or get it. You know what I'm saying? Jacking up and just coming against what he's saying, trying to do my own thing. Because mm-hmm. I haven't gotten out in all the years I've been alive. Mm. And those who've gotten out ain't set up not one thing for anybody to come to. Let me stop harping. Let's go. Let's, okay. let's, let's continue. And Pharaoh took off his ring mm. from his hand and set it on Joseph's hand. And he clothed him in vestments of fine linen mm-hmm. and set a collar of gold upon his neck mm-hmm. and made him ride in the second chariot of Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. And they chanted before him, this is the father of the king, great in wisdom, few in years. And he appointed him prince over all the land of Mizraim. So they said he was the father of the king. king. What? What? Why are they saying he's the father over the king? Is he the king's father? No. no. He's fathering a nation. Mm-hmm. And wisdom guiding them. We have to go through this. We will take from this and we're setting ourselves up for to endure the hardship that is coming. That's fathering. Yes, it is. In order to do it and to achieve it, you must be great in wisdom and prudent, diligent with integrity. And Pharaoh said to Yosef, I am Pharaoh the king and you are vice regent. And without your word, a man shall not lift up his hand to gird on arms okay. or his foot to mount a horse in all the land of Mitzrayim. So now he's telling them, listen, you have all the power of everything. They can't do nothing. They can't go to war. They can't 
travel. They can't move without it being given an order from you. Hmm. Now, it's not saying that everybody got to come ask Yosef. It means that he has the he now has the authority to reorganize the nation mm. as he sees it's needed. Because even though he said lay up 20%, the collection of the 20%, the building of the supplies, all of these smallest steps, the workers, the this, the that, to get things in order, he has to have say so. He has to create. Mm-hmm. new systems mm-hmm. to be prepared for what is needed also to, to create the years of plenty it mm-hmm. does, it's not happening by osmosis mm-hmm. he creates canals and different systems so he has to create the thing to make us plentiful for the years of plenty it didn't come automatic that's why he made him like they can't do nothing without it being under your organization. Mm. Continue. And Pharaoh called the name of Yosef, the man who revealeth mysteries. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And he gave him Asnad, mm-hmm. whom D- D- Dina, excuse me. <clears throat> Whom Dina had born to Shechem, and the wife of Potiphar, Pharaoh, Prince Raba of Tanis. Okay, so Potiphar, ta-da! Potiphar was the king of Tanis. Tanis. Now Tanis and Hebron are tied together. They are both built at the same time. time. So Potiphar is the wife of Tanis, and they gave him Asenath, who is Shechem's daughter. Mm-hmm. Yes. This Shechem's daughter. So after they killed Shechem and this, this, and this, where, where did the daughter go? How she ended up down here? In Potiphar House. Huh? Oh, there's a law for this. You see, because this was the family call for it, you have to give the child to the father's family. Yeah, because that's our law. The children children goes to the fathers. They don't go to the mothers. Okay, he faced the judgment, this, this, this. But you cannot take the right from another person. Mm -hmm. So the daughter, which she have, she has to give up. To go to the father. To the father's family because she's staying with her brothers and her fathers now. So Mm -hmm. now the redeemed woman is childless. Mm-hmm. Now, if the other family don't want her, now this is orphan, it's a different situation. Right. But if the other family does want the child, you have to give. Continue. <sighs> Tannis had brought up to be his wife, 
And Yosef went forth ruler over the land of Mitzrayim. Mm -hmm. And Yosef was a son of 30 years when he stood before Pharaoh, king of Mitzrayim. So now this started when he was 17. Mm -hmm. Now he's 30. Mm -mm -mm. It started when he was 17. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now he is 30. Mm-hmm. Okay? This, this is another, what, 13 years? Mm -hmm. 13 years passed. Mm -hmm. Okay, let's continue. Let's see what happens. And Yosef went out from Pharaoh and passed a prince and a ruler through all the land of Mitzrayim. So he's riding through the land and he is a prince and a ruler. And the earth so brought forth that every blade made two hands full in the seven years of plenty. And all the granaries were full. So it, it it's now the blade, right? So the majority of the food we eat comes from a type of grass, mm -hmm. right? So if you didn't know, like corn is like a type of grass. So is wheat. So is barley. Okay. Mm -hmm. So they were so heavy because they full. They produce two handfuls from each grain, the rice. So it's like there's so much rice here. It was a lot. Mm. And all the granaries, so they built big and great and full granaries, and they were full. And they gathered all the produce of the seven years of plenty, mm -hmm. which were in the land of Mithraim. Mm -hmm. And he laid up the produce in the cities and the produce of the fields, which were round about a city, he laid up therein. So, like I told you before, in this time, all the cities, they have their farms around the cities. And then you also have just little farmer areas where they have small villages and small families, and they all grow in plenties, and he's harvesting it. <clears throat> and to Yosef were born two sons before the year of famine arose which Asenath, who had been brought up in the house of Pot Potiphar, Potiphar, prince of Tanis, bare to him. Okay. And Yosef called the name of his firstborn Manasseh, mm -hmm. because Yah have made him forget all my weariness and all the house of my father. Okay. Mm -hmm. So Manasseh is to forget Weariness. Now, the same way Yosef forgets in captivity, we have to forget coming out. And for me, I could tell you it's very easy because I have been out for some time. And it's such a relief to be out yet again after going back for a year. You forget. Like, I don't remember a lot of things like I have to like search and dig but I don't like I don't remember because it's so good it's very good out here but you guys don't like the rules so 
you could stay. And the name of the second he called Ephraim, mm -hmm. for he said, Yea, have made me mighty in the land of my affliction, okay. as he will make the house of my father mighty here in their afflictions. In their afflictions, they will become mighty. So sorely we have been afflicted, and we still have many more tests to come. Okay? So here we go. <clears throat> and the seven years of plenty were completed, which were to come in the land of Misraim. So seven years had passed by. This man is 37 now. Here we go. And the seven years of famine began to be, as Yosef has said, and there was famine in all the lands. But in all the land of Mitzrayim, there was bread. Ah, so there was famine in all the land. But in all the land of Mitzrayim, there was bread. Mm. And all the land of Misraim had dearth. Now, if you don't know what dearth is, right? Scarcity. It's, it's scarcity, lack of, short of food. Mm. All right? Because the seed wheat bear no fruit. So the, 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 the seed of the wheat, it, it don't, it would grow. And the people cried before Pharaoh for bread. And Pharaoh said to all the mystery, go to Yosef and what he shall tell you do. Ah, mm -hmm. go to Yosef. Whatever he tell you, do it. What happened? Look at this. He gave him the power and the authority to not only prep, he prepped and executed during the years of plenty, regrafting the system. The people complained to Pharaoh why he's the head man, but he's not the appointed one. Pharaoh said, calm down, everybody. I knew. That's why I made Joseph in charge. This not my stress. Go to him. He know how to get us through the next seven years. He prepared us for this. Go to Joseph. Everybody now have to go to the man that the Most High gave the wisdom and the understanding to for the nation's survival. See that? It happened again. The angel is with Joseph. Well, let's continue. And the famine was upon all the face of the land. Mm -hmm. And Yosef opened all the treasures and sold to the mystery. And the famine waxed mighty in the land of Misraim. Mm -hmm. And all the inhabitants of the earth came into Misraim to buy provision of Yosef. Mm -hmm. For the famine was mighty in all the earth. Mm -hmm. And Yaqub saw that provision might be bought 
and that they bought corn from Mitzrayim. So now, Yosef did all this work, and he didn't give the people back free. He buys, you buy this corn back. Right? And why is Joseph doing this to the people? Okay, I took this 20% and I stored it and laid it up for you. You had 80% and you didn't store up for yourself. Hmm. Oh, we took this and we knew the famine was coming. Now I sell it back to you. Hmm. Okay, and he's selling it back. Right? So now you have to buy your way out of famine. So when I tell you there's famine coming, and I say we have to buy back the land, you should be like, well, what you tell us, we're doing it. Buy back the land. Why? Because we need our years of plenty. While they get famine. Everybody don't get famine. Don't, don't keep reading. I, I can't swim with these people. And Jacob said to his sons, Why are you afraid to go down to Mitzrayim? And he said, Behold, I have heard that corn is sold in Mitzrayim. Go down thither and buy for us from thence. That we may live and not die. Mm -hmm. And the ten brothers of Yosef went down to buy corn from Mitzrayim. But Benjamin, Yosef's brother, Yaakov sent not down with his brethren. For he said, Behold, he is a youth, and I fear lest death should befall him. So now, because he wants to preserve him, he know the way, the journey is dangerous, they might encounter something, because you're going down, people are hungry, mm -hmm. right? When people are hungry, they're dangerous. So I'm not sending the young boy. You guys go down, here's money, buy it. Jacob, not a fool. Oh, whoa, whoa. We got land here. Go buy and come back. All right, what happens next? And the sons of Israel went every one by one door. So they divided themselves up, and so they can get maximum. Mm -hmm. They each one took a separate door so they don't have to see the same person. Lest the evil eye should have sway over them as they went together to buy among the Canaanese who went also to buy. Because the famine was in the land of Canaan. So the famine mm. is affecting us all. Yeah. Now we know we got some smoke for what we did in mm. the matter with Shechem. Mm. And we all suffering. Right? But we here to just get some food and come back. We not out here to make war. We hungry. So everybody take their own door and we could just mask ourselves up and lay low. Next. <laughs> and Yosef was ruler over the land. Yes, he was. And he knew that his brethren 
had come to buy. Mm -hmm. For he had appointed notaries at the gates of the city to register daily. Of everyone who came, his name and the name of his father. And he it was who sold corn to all the people of the land. And the brethren of Yosef came, and they looked through all the streets and public places and hospices, but could not find him. And they came unto his house and worshiped him with their face to the ground. Mm-hmm. So he had a census. Mm-hmm. So he's, I want to know who's buying corn. I want to know who's buying corn and what their families are. Mm-hmm. And they did it registered daily. Right? And then he sold the corn to all the people of the land. Mm-hmm. And now here come his brothers and they looking through the streets and trying to figure out how to get it. Mm-hmm. Right? And what happens next? And Yosef saw his brethren and recognized them. But he made himself as a stranger in their eyes and spake hard words to them and said to them, whence come you? And they said from the land of Canaan to buy corn. Now, Yosef recognized his brethren because when separated from them, they had the token of the beard. Ah, so Yosef. He recognizes his brothers because everybody have their beard. Mm-hmm. Now, what happens is when you start to see, you start noticing certain tribes have certain beards. Mm-hmm. But you, you don't know that because y'all don't all grow your beards. Mm-hmm. Some grow their beards and others don't trying to be cute and you go changing your line. When you change the line of your beard, you change your nationality, you change your identity. You are forsaking your identity to the family. So keep doing your lineups. That's why you you not here. Mm, so that is a custom. Mm. Hmm. Continue. But they did not recognize him because at that time. He had not the token of the beard Mm -hmm. and all. And at this hour, he had it. So now, right now, he have his beard in. So they don't know him. He ain't clean shaven like they be putting in the movies. Mm -hmm. This time he have his beard. Yeah, because when he left them, he was a young young boy. He He didn't didn't have have his beard beard yet. Now Mm -hmm. he have his beard. They don't recognize him. All right, continue. Oh, that's our time for today, y'all. We're going to continue this tomorrow, one step at a time, one day at a time. (sighs) Y'all going to get this one day. One day.